0: from at core confidence she is an interracial interracial relationships uh life coach and um before we started Amrith how are you I'm good thank you thank you so much for being here before I get into asking you any like questions I just wanted to know like tell us about who you are tell us about core confidence and like your story just so everyone gets a background on who you are
1: yeah sure so hi I I'm Amri and I'm the founder of Core Confidence and I help South Asian women in interracial relationships um, reclaim their courage and confidence um, that they might have lost because of cultural expectations put on them within the um, South Asian community and I really just help them live the life that they want not the life that they were told to live um, with the freedom of choice because a lot of us from a young age are told to do this and that but actually when we get older, we don't realize that that's not actually the life we want to live.
0: Uh, so then tell us a little bit about, like, I read about your story on your page. So just kind of tell us a little bit about that and how you got into it.
1: So um, I first started off as a confidence life coach, Um, trained a couple of years ago and got certified as a life coach because I did see a lot of South Asian women in our community still struggling with confidence, even though they were confident in one aspect of their life, let's say career or home, it would be opposite um, with their own life and things, dreams they wanted to pursue for themselves. Um, And then uh, a few months into my coaching, I put out a story about my own personal relationship with my other half who's black and um, a lot of people Had different reactions to them, which I was quite surprised about. Some were quite like supportive, which I expected, but some were like, oh, you're brave talking about that on social media. Um, uh, How come you're speaking out about that? And I realized the stigma attached to my kind of relationship being in an interracial relationship is still widely out there. And I realized that I had to speak up for these kind of relationships because I'm proud and very happy in my relationship. And I know when I started reaching out and speaking to other people about it, they've given up those relationships or have so much fear of being in a relationship like that, that they um, couldn't find a way to work through it. So my work now being an interracial relationship life coach is to help women, especially in the South Asian community to say, I can have a relationship with the person I love, but I also wanna keep the relationship with my family who I also love.
0: So, this kind of like you kind of touched on this a little bit, but how much of a role do you think that um, South Asian stigma plays in these international interracial relationships?
1: Uh, massive. The stigma. I remember when I first um was thinking about getting with the, my partner, who is now my fiance, and the thoughts that come through your head are what will people think? What will my parents say? How can I do this without losing my family? It nearly feels impossible, at like at that stage. It was. It felt like the the pressure and the stigma attached to that those kind of relationships. Like I don't know about you, but when I was younger, a lot of us in our family were told like you're not supposed to have a boyfriend in the first place, yeah. and then you weren't supposed to like go outside the Indian community. You know, okay, whites were like okay, but then it was like no blacks and definitely no Muslims. So it was. It's really hard when you find someone that you really believe that you love them, then to get all that pressure from the community because um, the stigma is definitely there attached to it.
0: So what advice would you kind of give to someone who was in your place and say they're handling it a lot worse than you, like the stigma and the backlash, like what advice would you give them?
1: So for me, um, just thinking about my own experience and how I handled it, time is a massive thing in these kind of relationships, like, I'm not going to lie, at the beginning of my relationship my parents weren't happy about it, they did say to me, break it off, Um, it's not going to work, it's not going to happen, I was 17 at the time, so they just thought it was like puppy love, like, you know, (laughs) like a phase I was going through, Um, but within time, it took about six, seven years for my parents to think, to see, like, oh. She's taken this seriously, you know, she's not broken it off. They're still together. Um, Maybe we should think about meeting them. And patience is another thing. I know it's so annoying, um, that word sometimes, but patience is something that I had a lot of because I knew that it wasn't my parents' fault necessarily that they had this thought process because Mm of intergenerational trauma and, you know, how they were brought up and then, like, pressures they had from their elders. So... Um, there's a lot of things involved within how we're brought up in this in this country in the UK, and it's probably the same in the US. But I, I had to like take my time with them and explain to them, you know, why this is so important to me. Um, I, I still love them, and I still want to be part of the family. So I think time and patience is what I teach primarily to my clients when I'm coaching them through this. And the third thing is mindset. But if you have full belief in yourself and your relationship, I really do believe that it can work out because the bond that you have, it really shouldn't be broken because of what other people think. So there are times, and yes, and I've had this um, with cousins as well, where parents did stop talking to them or families did fall out, but eventually again through time and patience they got back together they started talking again because of the steps they took, rather than getting angry or flying off rails or just being like you don't understand me you don't want me to be with someone I love I think it does take like steps rather than rushing into it and just telling them like oh we, we want to get married tomorrow it kind of like you have to let them like marinate the information I think
0: right okay Um, Do you also think, like this is just a question kind of related to like your story specifically, was there a stigma on like your fiance's side too? Or was it just like, do you notice it was just mainly a South Asian thing? Um,
1: It's a good question. When he told them about me, I think their worry was knowing how um, Indians are. Mm -hmm. They said to him, like, be careful, you know, because um, they don't tend to like those kind of relationships So they were kind of like trying to protect him. But with me, they were welcoming. They were really nice. They were really um, happy that we were together. You know, his mom was so nice. Um, Everyone was really welcoming. So there wasn't that kind of tension with us as a couple, but it was more like they understood how the Indian community is sometimes just to like say to him, you know, things might be a bit rocky because of that. That's how they are.
0: Yeah I kind of like so my brother too he is uh he's like 24 right now but he's been dating this um Puerto Rican girl for the past like three or four years and I like noticed at the beginning of it and I she told me she was fine to be sharing this um (laughs) mom was like a little like uncomfortable a little hesitant just because it's not like her own personal thing or anything against anyone it's just more just like because that's just how she was raised and how like what she thinks she the way she thinks she has to act but like now everything's like obviously comfortable but for that place that my mom was in kind of at the beginning like what I feel like she didn't really have anyone like everyone she was talking to was kind of like also on the same page as her like kind of against it but like what would you tell her as someone who wouldn't be against it like at that phase like what advice would you give to her to help her move past it for your mom yeah
1: yeah so we're Thinking back with my own mom, that was a big thing for me because I used to always worry about what would the ladies at the gurdwara, at the temple, say. You know, what would aunties say? You know, they won't actually say it's to me, but they might say little snide remarks to her. And that used to be things that I used to worry about. Um, with my mom, I used to say, "Remember why the." Re- I used to have to sit down and co- have conversations about her with her about like why I'm in the re- relationship. You know. The love we have for each other who is the person i'm with she knows that person um it's funny now like she'll ask more about him than me and mm-hmm. um, they have such a good relationships with each other like they'll be like uh, hanging out going shopping like with just them too so it's more about explaining not about the color of the person or where they're from or the ethnicity or the race or whatever it's who they are as a person are they making your son or daughter happy How are they with you as a person? Are they nice? You know, get to know the person inside rather than just listening to the people saying, Oh, she's like this or she's like that because of their community. Because communities are, you know, based, you could say, Oh, those people are like that, those people are like that, but individual people are how they are. So, really, I would say, talk to them, say, You know, this is how that person is, get to know them, and then make your own judgments about them because it's so much easier than to turn around and be like, oh, I absolutely love Lewis. Like he's an amazing person. He's so nice. He does this, he does that. Rather than um, saying, oh yeah, my partner's with, my daughter's with a black guy and he's like this and like that. Because once we get past the color and once we get past the ethnicity and the the race and all that, you see them as that person who they are. And I think that's really helpful.
0: Right, and I'm thinking like with um, like what you do, you've probably seen a lot of like interracial like other people's like talking about their struggles with interracial relationships um and do you ever have you ever seen like scenarios and like what would you like tell them to do where they had they were like their family forced them to pick
1: mm. so at that point I would say to my um I say to my clients it your parents are on a stage where that they're, they're Understanding the relationship, so that's where the patience and time comes in. And if it comes to a point where they're saying like we're we're gonna ha- stop talking to you, they're giving you like a scenario where, you know, you have to choose. Unfortunately, at that time, you will have to, I would say back away and stay in the relationship. This is where I say mindset comes in because you have to be like 100 behind your yourself, have your own mind, like knowing what you want and why you want it, and the decisions you're making but also be a pair, like a team with your partner because you might get these hurdles. Um, There was a point where I was told, you know, we don't know if we'll be able to accept him. You might have to choose. And that was really difficult for me. But I took a step back and said to Lewis, like, this is the, the thing that's gonna happen. It might just end up being you and me. And you have to have that conversation with your partner and, and see how that might pan out. But in the end, I always say to my clients, this is the person you wanna spend your life with. This is the person that you're gonna hopefully grow a family with and, and grow all together with. We love our families to bits. We grew up with them, you know, we want them around. But they're essentially not gonna be the people we're gonna be living with day in, day out. They're not gonna be the people that are gonna be around um if like we move abroad or have our families or whatever. So in the end, you literally have and I know this is so weird. Because in the South Asian culture, we don't do this. But you have to think about yourself. You have to put yourself first in that situation. And you have to say, literally, what will make me happy? What will I be able to do? Because I've had people where they've chosen the family. And then they resent the family. Because they're like, I'm not happy now. I I had the love of my life. I can't find another partner. I can't find someone that I want to be with. Because I can't stop thinking about that other person. That I really felt like I was meant to be with. So I think in a long-winded way um the answer to your question is put yourself first and really just dig deep if you can and just like you'll know the answer
0: you'll know the answer to the question that's such a good answer to that um and also so my brother's girlfriend her name is Brianna and like her family they're like super like the moment they met my brother super accepting like literally welcomed him treated him as part of the family and I feel like she felt very different in our house in that sense so kind of like what would you tell her or someone who's like like on the other end like they're struggling with their um partner's family
1: um so it's funny because well, me, Lewis, was on that side with my family. And um, it will it's that thing, again, with taking time, um, getting to know, probably not meeting the whole family at the same time. So what I did was break it down to, like, my parents first, get to know them, and then my siblings. And then we, like, used to have, like, family meals and get to know each other like that and then slowly like introduce if they were having a, if we were having a party like ask him if you want to come but also it's important to ask do you want to come because there's no obligation to have to come just because you're a couple you don't have to go to everything together like sometimes you're like you know I don't want to go to that and that's fine and vice versa i know sometimes we have this pressure where um if your partner doesn't come to something for whatever blah like, oh where are they what are they doing blah 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 but it's i think the power you have to hold the power back in your hands and be like yes I'd like to go but then I know like these people will be there and you might feel like this in that situation and this is why I have my coaching because it like talks you through these situations where you prepare yourself for like these difficult conversations or um, just small talk or maybe when you're feeling a bit uncomfortable what you can do but at the end of it you go, re- you go remember that when you're going to meet the family and things it's because you want to be part of your partner's life in that area so um it's like you're trying to integrate into who he knew while he's growing up and i'm sure there'll be one or two people who are always a bit awkward but i think majority of people make the effort and try and talk and find out your interests and um you should do it vice versa and then I think the more you do it the more you get used to it as well um I don't know about you I have a massive Indian family got like my dad and mum, I've got like loads of brothers and sisters so when we get together it's loads of people so you can end up just sticking to people who you know or um you're familiar with to begin with and then slowly slowly branch out I say
0: Right, okay. um, and then also, how, like just this kind of like my final question, um unless you had anything else you want to share, but I um, I was just wondering, like how do you think, and maybe this can't happen once for all, but how do you think we can go about making the next step or like finally ending the stigma behind interracial relationships?
1: This is my goal. <laughs> this is my goal in life. It's um, I think it's about talking about it more being more open about it, being more honest about it, taking, I think it's also us as so I'm in my 30s talking to our parents on a level where we're explaining to them like this, I'm not doing this to hurt you, I'm not doing this to hurt anyone else, I'm doing this because I fell in love with someone and this is my life partner, like I fell in love with this person because of their soul love because of who they are, not because of the colour of their skin or where they're from or blah 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 and it's explaining like we live in a world now where we we don't just live within a community that there's just Indians or there's just this kind of people or just that kind of people, and we we have integrated into such a way where I think it's so beautiful that we are able to be around different cultures and be around different races. I know in the past, like I've mentioned about this before, about generational trauma, where you know a lot of racism was given to. Indians who came over into the UK um when they first came over in the 60s um in the 50s and 60s when my granddad came over so obviously they wanted to keep to themselves at that point because they were scared but they didn't realize like the way we've moved on the way the cultures and communities have progressed and grown and and merged it's not like that anymore it's not like you know that racism isn't so raw and people just get on um so it's really nice to, I think, introduce different cultures and different ways. And I know people think like I've had people say to me, but you lose your culture, you lose your religion, you lose your identity, who you are. But actually, you're not only bringing your culture and identity into that relationship, you're bringing someone else's and you're learning and broadening so much more so like people will say to me well when you have kids what are they going to be what are they going to do what are they um gonna you know like what religion are they going to be what and for me it's more important that they understand and grasp everything like just learn about everything rather than being you know i'm like this because of this for me like when i was going through my own religious and spiritual growth journey it was more important that I understood why I was doing it rather than being told what to do because then I, th- I feel like I was like really immersed into it because I chose to do that mm-hmm. and I think that's something in the Indian community that we're, we're told so much you need, to this, you, need to this, you need to do this you need to do this and then for me I'm a kind of rebellious like but why like, I always want to know why like why do we have to do it like that why is it like that and when you get to the crux of it it's like oh because we've always done it like that which isn't a good enough answer for me so for me yeah it's about talking about it getting the message out there that these people are just people you know just like us and uh, they have a rich and beautiful um culture of their own that we're trying to just blend and get get together really
0: thank you so much for that Um, so before I like end it all off I just kind of wanted you to be able to share um, where people can find your uh, like at core confidence and all your details so just go ahead
1: yeah so um, you can find me on Instagram mainly at the moment I am at core confidence Um, I do have a website as well and I I am slowly going on to TikTok so I'll be on there a little bit more but I'm just uh, like trying that out at the moment but yeah instagram is where you can find me and dm me my dm's always open um
0: yeah thank you so much um was there anything else i just
1: wanted to say thank you for this um opportunity and i think what you're doing is really really great um it's really great that you're getting this kind of message and topics out there because like you said there are still in 2023 stigma attached to these relationships where we should just I believe be open and happy for people if they find someone that they actually get on with and love in this day and age it's very difficult so (laughs) yeah thank you for bringing this topic up.
0: Thank you so much for your time thank you.
1: You're welcome.